Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome back. Today is Sunday, March 14th, and I've got a lot of different things swimming around in my head that I want to share with you because I there's just so much happening right now and I'm trying to capture it all and it's very difficult to piece everything together perfectly into a post. So I'm going to try to do my best at giving you just a high-level glimpse of what I see is happening. And as always, you can follow my reading list, which is on Telegram. Uh, Telegram is a very private uh, chat network. It's a read-only channel, so you don't have to interact with anybody. Just jump into the Telegram and read what it is that I'm reading or listening to in the past week. Um, so with that, let's let's jump in. The biggest change that I'm seeing today in at least the sphere that I follow most are media and finance. And I'm going to try to break down at a high level what these changes are so that you can understand a bit more about the dynamics at play and the overlap between media and finance. In media, today, it's all about the individual. So as the institutional trust is waning, it's the inst individual trust that's growing. When you pick up the phone and you get in touch with some type of organization, it's the people at the organization, that person you're trying to reach that you really trust. You know, I think about, um, you know, funds, for example, and, and it's like if you're going to invest in a fund, you want to invest directly in that specific founder or investor, uh, and you're, you're making a bet on them. You're, you're, you've grown trust with them based on what they've shared, interactions in the past, whatever you might call it. So individual brands are more important than ever. And I think a great example is the city of Miami. I, I, it's just a crazy thing where people are talking so much about Miami. Whether people are moving there or not, doesn't matter. Miami is all the rage, and that's because of Mayor Suarez. And in the post, you know, if you're listening, you don't see this, but there's actually a billboard that was put up in San Francisco. I'm not sure if it was by him specifically. That says, thinking about moving to Miami? DM me. And it's a picture of his Twitter account. So he's showing himself as accessible as an individual. And I think that is only a taste of what is to come. However, if media is about the individual, well, finance is about the group. And that is the really key distinction here. And this overlay between media individual personalities and financial mobs. And so what we've learned from Wall Street bets and the Beeple auction are that communities are developing and learning to utilize finance for collective sharing of their opinions. The crowd has been empowered through financial means to express an opinion without any individual leader. The financial crowd is leaderless. The financial crowd is decentralized, yet the individual is empowered in the media space. And this is the, the interplay I'm trying to kind of express to you that I think is so fascinating. And so the crowd with finance are using financial signals to move markets, to move cultural opinions. And so if you see a large auction like the Beeple piece, which sold for $69 million, why did it sell for $69 million? Well, that's because they understand the investors of the Beeple piece understand the way that that price signal, not only the quantity, but also the 69, would send to the market. And the amount of impressions and attention 
which is the true value today, right? The attention that was brought to that through the financial means sent a signal. We know that attention is very scarce. And what is the thing that drives attention easiest? Money. It's the thing people pay attention to. So when there's a huge price tag on this digital art, suddenly people pay attention. And the crowd is the component that gathers that attention, that builds that attention, again, in a leaderless way around these signals of individuals who are putting out these very intentional and uh, I think very smart sort of memes around what it is that they're doing. Now, in the business sphere, what's happening is that every single business is now a media business. And because every company is a media media business, what do they need to do? They Because they're in the attention business, they need to tell their story. They need to get uh, attention of potential customers. That means that they're going to hire media personalities. No more are you hiring companies to help you gain attention. You want to hire individuals that help you get attention. And that means that influencers, I think, will be aqua hired the way you'd buy a business. You know, Instead of paying that media company to help you drive attention, why not just aqua hire an influencer who can tell your story 24-7? And I think there's a really profound shift that's going to allow this to happen. Uh, I think the costs associated with buying IP rights to a new business, rights to a, a YouTube channel, the cost associated with making that purchase is going to de- decrease as this becomes more normalized. And that means businesses will start acquiring these individual media properties, just like you're acquiring advertising. Think about, you know, if, if he was for sale, right? If someone like Ben Thompson from Stratechery or a writer who's similar would be hired or aqua hired by, you know, someone like Andreessen Horowitz to write solely on behalf of them. Uh, you know, I, I remember Stripe hired um, a, a writer whose whose name I'm forgetting right now, who's a very prolific writer, and he works at Stripe, and now he write mem- he writes memos at Stripe, and I think even that is is super profound to see that happen. You know, Spotify, what did Spotify just do? Well, they aqua hired Joe Rogan, and that deal probably cost millions of dollars just to get done. But what's going to happen is the cost associated with doing that type of deal are going to decrease, I think, by a factor of 100. And that's going to drive way more acquisitions uh, in the space. You could imagine someone like Home Depot acquiring YouTube channels that are about home repairs. I think that would be a very smart acquisition for them. But again, it's about the personality behind that channel. And so interestingly enough, in some ways, if you have a uh, productive YouTube channel that's actually making money, you're not only acquiring the attention that that channel drives, let's say for Home Depot acquiring a, a media channel around home repairs, you're also getting a royalty stream. So you can kind of flip this cost center into a profit center, which I think is really fascinating. So YouTubers, influencers, writers, they can exit just like a traditional business. Now, there's two other themes I want to talk about, and I apologize if this is sort of a high-level overview and it's not all super linked just yet. But I think another thing that's happening is that every asset, every individual asset is becoming a financial asset. So in the crypto economy, you bring a market to everything. It means everything 
becomes tradable. Everything becomes something you can swap for something else that you'd like. You know, all these digital goods can be swapped and traded with stocks. You can swap it with a bond. You can you could swap a currency with a stock, with a bond, with a you know a YouTube channel, with a car. You know, everything will be tradable. Everything will be swappable. And so this this uniswap for everything is going to emerge. And so status and attention are commodities that can be bought and sold through the signaling of these products that you acquire. So you're buying the attention by buying the YouTube channel. You're buying the status by buying uh, the Beeple, you know, piece. And any combination of of tradable assets can be is basically going to be um, swappable through some type of Uniswap type mechanism. And that means that the wallet is the new newsfeed. And so whereas it used to be that the newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, you know, that was the main algorithm that was being built out. That's where everybody was spending their focus and attention. I think it's actually the wallet now, a user's wallet. You could think about Venmo sort of being the V1 where you're broadcasting these financial transactions. You know, where people get to keep their digital art, where people get to keep what it is that they own, how they can represent their status. I think it's going to happen in a wallet-like market mechanism to show off the media that you own, the assets that you own, the things that you're swapping, the trades you've made. So the 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 wallet is sort of intersecting with the news feed and people are kind of hacking it right now, right? If you If you bought some expensive digital art, maybe you show it off on Instagram. But I don't think that Instagram is the is the native location for displaying that status that you own. And so I'm very curious to see who it is that owns the wallet long term because I think it's a massive play for tech. And I want to end on this because I know I'm covering a lot of different topics here, but everybody today now becomes both an investor and a media personality. And... I like this idea of cryptocurrency being almost like a communications network where the language of that network is investing. The language of the media in that network is around how you communicate what you're investing in, what you're buying and selling, and all all the events related to that. And so I think that everybody's sort of becoming an investor now, and that'll happen more through shared ownership in businesses, through open equity, and we know that these crypto memes are already driving the culture, right? These financial memes are already driving the culture. So I can only imagine that that language of how culture is moving today, media and finance, is going to grow. So hopefully this was helpful. I, again, have so many things to sort of discuss, but I just want to start dripping in some of those ideas, the dichotomy of the individual media business and the crowd of finance and how they intersect and how that's going to be important in the future. So thank you for for listening today. I'll be back again uh, very soon with another article. Again, check out my Telegram, which is a read-only stream of just what it is that I'm reading. You know, it might be easier to just honestly read read a bunch of that stuff as well and then piece it together yourself. Uh, But I thank you for your attention. I'll be back again very soon. Later.